0: you have a wet basement, you've got a problem.
1: Not only are you inviting toxic mold, a flooded foundation can raise serious structural issues. But here's the
0: good news. Jackhammers and backhoes and other drastic measures are probably not in your future if you read our tips for sealing your basement. Hit moneypit.com, click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve.
1: And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT.
0: To coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler
1: and I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: The number is 1 888 Money Pit 888 666 3974. Take a look around your house. Well, if you're driving, don't look just now, <laughs> but think about what home improvement projects you'd like road. to tackle. What has your uh, spouse been bugging you to get done? What's on the honeydew list? Call us right now. Let us help you solve that do-it-yourself dilemma. Do you want to redecorate? Do you want to repair? Do you want to improve? Do you want to add on? Call us right now. Leslie and I are standing by to help you with the answer to your home improvement question and perhaps the tools to get the job done.
1: Yeah, we've got a great prize to give away this hour. It's the rigid 9.6-volt pivoting screwdriver. It's super cool. It can be used either in a straight formation or in a pistol grip. It's worth 100 bucks. It's very durable, and it could be yours if you call in now at 1-888-MONEYPIT.
0: And here's a home improvement project you could use that on. Have you ever uh, felt a bit silly calling in a, an appliance pro, and it turns out that what's wrong with your appliance or what's wrong with uh, whatever needs fixing is very, oh, very minor? Oh, I've you've had only that happen. You could have done it yourself?
1: Mm -hmm. I've had that happen to me.
0: Well, you know what? There's a great new website out there now that is specifically designed to help you repair all of your appliance problems. We're going to talk to the repair guru of that site, too. Excellent site. Very well done. Um, Really steps you through um, how to diagnose what could be wrong with your dishwasher, your washing machine. You know, I had a friend of mine call me on, I think it was a Thanksgiving weekend, and um, her coils in her range had blown out, almost ruined the whole dinner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Had to get an emergency
0: <laughs> coil delivery to fix that electric range. So the Were they able to fix baked. it in time? Yes, she did. All was well.
1: That's pretty amazing. And actually, you can also learn on this website. Do you ever get those rusty lines on the rack on the inside of your dishwasher? Well, they're not just an eyesore. They can actually cause the washer to malfunction because the rust particles can ruin the pump and the seals. But there are repair kits available that will inexpensively keep your dishwasher running right for a few more years. So this is a great website. It's repairclinic.com, and it'll give you everything you need to know so you can do it yourself.
0: All that coming up on this hour of the program, one Money Pit. Leslie, who's first?
1: In Rhode Island, Susan listens to The Money Pit on WPRO, and you've got a smelly problem. What's going on, Susan? Hi, how are you? Good, how are yes, you? Um, we uh, built a home about 28 years
2: ago, and we uh, added an addition on. It uh, tw- uh, been like, say, 22 years. So um, we have a crawl space in the addition. And the crawl space is insulated, but it is a um, dirt floor. And we have polyurethane or ethylene, polyurethane down. And but I still smell tend to smell around the summertime we have a dehumidifier running in the cellar and I notice in the summertime I still smell that, you know, like a moldy
1: Like a moldy moisture.
2: Moisture smell.
0: The best thing for you to do is to try to take all the steps necessary to reduce moisture at the foundation perimeter. So that would include, for example, looking at the grating and making sure that slopes away and also uh look at your look, gutter look. system. Yeah.
1: Do you have gutters on the house? We have a grating going on all the sides. It goes
2: we've got a gutter on every corner and we've got the grating goes slopes down to the backyard.
0: Well what about the gutters? Are the downspouts discharging away from the house?
2: Yes, we have a um I have like little drain the little pieces that go out like um when the when the
1: um drain pipe comes down. It's like a little concrete fan.
0: Yeah, how far does the water from the gutters discharge from the house? A foot. That's not enough. Yeah, they
1: need to be further away from the house. Not nearly
0: enough. Yeah, you want to go out. If you have a moisture issue, you want to go out three or four feet. So what you want to do is have the downspout go out and have a piece of downspout material go out about two feet, and then you push the splash block out about to the edge of that. So that's like another two feet long So by the time the water gets to the ground, it's about four feet away from the house.
1: Well, and also if you don't want to see the downspout, you know, running away from your house on top of the ground, she can bury that under the ground, can't she?
0: Yeah, she can run it underground with with a solid PVC pipe and bring that pipe around and out somewhere, especially if you have a good slope away. You could have it break out to daylight somewhere else. But if those downspouts are only dropping a foot from the house, that's just going to be flushing lots of moisture into that crawl space area. Those are two things you can do right away. And then in terms of the of the vapor barrier, I think you're talking about polyethylene, the plastic sheeting.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, you want to have that across the entire dirt floor and have as few seams as possible. And the last thing you can do, you mentioned that you have a dehumidifier. Do you have any exhaust fans in that crawl space? Uh, no. Well, what you could do is um, there are exhaust fans that are designed to fit inside the space that an 8x16 an concrete block would take up in the vent space of the crawl space. And you have those wired to not to a thermostat, but to you emit a humidistat. So that whenever the moisture gets high in the crawl space area, the fans will kick on and pull dry air right through that space and dry it out.
4: Oh. Okay. I never heard of those.
0: Yeah, well, that's just another way to do it. You get a crawl space uh, a vent fan for the crawl space vent, and you hook it up to humidistat. That comes on when it's mo- when it gets moist, okay, not when it gets hot or cold.
2: Okay, because well, we have little, like, little vents that are in around that. Uh, exactly,
0: um, and they fit in that space. They're designed to fit exactly in that space, Susan, and that's what's going to help dry it out. So it's not just one thing. It's not a miracle cure. You know, you don't just put one product down. It's a bunch of little things. It's the grating. It's the gutters. And it's the ventilation in that space. Okay.
2: Well, that's the thing because I'd like to I'd like to store things in there too, and I don't like the idea. And I also, you know, my husband put a fan there at that opening and hope that that'll help through the summer. I don't find it in the winter, but I find it in the summer.
0: Yeah, think of it as a system. It's a bunch of things that work together to keep the space dry.
2: All right. Well,
1: thank you very much.
0: You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit.
1: Now we're going to talk to Wayne in Virginia, who's got some unwanted visitors at the house. What's going on, Wayne?
5: Hi, how are you?
1: I'm well, thanks. Who's there that you don't want?
5: Thank you for taking my call. I've got uh, a basement that's unfinished, and I have a number of spiders that uh, seem to find it to be a pleasant place to live. (laughs) And uh, trying to cut down on the cobwebs and things that get on my tools and other things, I've sought a solution to that, and I had a friend mention a temple orange, and another item was camphor cakes, um, and I was told that temple orange is not an orange, but some sort of a fruit that you wouldn't eat, but spiders don't like it.
0: No, that sounds like some commercial um, products that they're recommending, and certainly, Uh, there are pesticide products that will help with common household bugs. What's interesting that's happening in the pesticide industry is that the actual products that are being used are getting more and more and more specific. Now, one of the reasons that we may see more spiders in our homes today, as well as other insects, is because of that specificity of the products that are out there. It used to be that there were sort of broad-spectrum pesticides that killed everything at once, But now, as we're becoming more careful about how we handle pesticide, you're finding that you have to use specific products to take care of specific insects. And while I don't recognize the products that you mentioned, I know that there are products that are professionally applied that control those as well. So there's over-the-counter and there's professional. And in my estimation, you're almost always better off using the professional products because they can do it once, do it right, they don't come back again, and they're not going to over-toxify your basement by spraying a bunch of stuff that you don't need.
1: Well, and it also doesn't put you in any danger because you're not uh, applying the pesticide itself.
0: Exactly.
5: And that's why I was hoping there was a a natural, let's say, a more organic thing as a homeowner that I could use, like the camphor cakes or one of these um, citrus fruits that may give off an odor that spiders find offensive and would seek residence elsewhere.
0: Wayne, I understand that you would prefer to have a a natural solution, but the problem is that it's just not that effective. If you want to control spiders in the long haul, you need to use a product like diazinin or Durazban, and they're both professionally applied products. And, you know, what happens is these products stay around for enough time so that as other spiders start to walk through them and on the surfaces that have been treated, that they get lethal doses as well. So it's just not possible in my estimation to find a product that's completely natural that's going to be as effective as what you would like it to be to, to control spiders. Does that make sense to you?
5: Yes,
1: And the orange that you were talking about is called the Osage orange, O-S-A-G-E, and um, they say it's mildly effective, so that's an option. There's also something that's called a cobweb eliminator, which is completely, you know, it's biodegradable, it's non-toxic, it's 100% natural, and it's like a, a liquid that you put on the walls, so that spider webs can't attach. Well, it's not going to get rid of the spiders, but it'll keep the webs from forming.
0: Yeah, but if you control your moisture and try to keep it as dry as possible, and if you have it professionally treated, then I think that it's going to be a lot more comfortable for everybody. You won't be, uh, you'll not be be—you'll be fairly bug-free, and you won't have to worry about these other products.
5: And what would be the uh, frequency of application of this? Is this an annual Uh, application six months or probably about
0: every probably you would probably do it in the spring and in the fall
5: i see you then okay okay well thank you very much
0: you're welcome wayne thanks so much enjoy the show eight 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 money thank you thank you for saying that one eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four
1: do you want to know how to get cold hard cash for your old refrigerator find out how right after this
2: Did you know that the air inside your home can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside? No matter how clean you keep your home, it's littered with harmful contaminants like viruses, bacteria, and mold, pet dander, dust, and pollen. Contaminants that cause illness and make allergies and asthma much more severe. Thankfully, there's a way to make your home healthy. The April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. Using the best air cleaning technology available, April Air is the only whole home air cleaner that effectively removes harmful contaminants, even viruses, from the air your family breathes. And that makes your whole home a comfortable, healthy place to be. Your family deserves the best, so why not give them the best? Make your whole home healthier with the April Air electronic air cleaner. April Air Fresh ideas for indoor air.
1: We found the perfect house for you. Isn't it cute? Mm -hmm. Hardwood floors, remodeled kitchen. And look at that metal roof. Gee. (laughs) A metal roof? It looks so natural. It's gorgeous. Wow. Plus, metal roofing increases the value of your home and can reduce energy costs. Impressive. Now, about the kitchen. It's also maintenance-free and stands up to hail, high winds, and wildfires. So, ready to make an offer?
6: Well, we'd like to look inside first.
1: (laughs) Oh,
7: Really? Why?
6: People who know about metal roofing love metal roofing. We call it investment-grade roofing because it adds value to your home and pays for itself many times over. In addition, it's built to endure for decades. To learn more, visit MetalRoofing.com.
0: Did you know that you can qualify for a federal tax credit of up to $500 when you buy an Energy Star metal
6: roof? It's one more reason to consider durable and beautiful investment-grade metal roofing. For details or to find a contractor in your area, log on to MetalRoofing.com. When you took your first steps or drove your first car, there was someone there to coach you through it. But when it's time to put a new faucet in, it's just you, a confusing set of instructions, and that nervous, gnawing feeling in your belly. That's where I come in. As the Peerless Faucet Coach, I can help you through every step of your installation, starting with the hardest part, getting the old faucet out. For a free undo-it-yourself guide, visit faucetcoach.com. Then get ready to turn your dreams into hot and cold running reality.
7: portion of the money pit is sponsored by John Deere. John Deere has a whole new line of riding lawnmowers called the 100 series. Every 100 series comes with an exclusive John Deere engine powered by Briggs and Stratton and can be purchased at The Home Depot.
0: Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show 1888 Money Pit 888-666-3974 and Leslie I must admit I had no idea that my old refrigerator was worth any money whatsoever.
1: Well, this is great incentive because my refrigerator is making me really angry these days. And so before I toss it out, did you know I can actually get some money for it? All I have to do is ask my local utility company about rebate programs. So that means you out there, all you have to do is call up your utility company and find out what they have as far as rebates go. By federal law, utility companies must offer programs to encourage energy efficiency, and trading your old icebox for an energy-efficient model may just help you unfreeze some cash in the process.
0: Hey, that's a pretty cool idea in more ways yeah, than it's one. Yeah, it's like not
1: only do you get a brand new fridge,
0: yeah, exactly. But you get some money back. And you know, the other thing about switching out your old refrigerator, the new ones today use so much less electricity than ever before. In fact, the new ENERGY STAR models, they use the same wattage as a 75-watt light bulb. Can you believe that? No way. Yep. That's all the power the new ones use. The old ones, you know, when you open and close the door, your lights dim in your house.
1: <laughs> they pull so I think much I'm juice. still on one of those refrigerator programs.
0: Well, if you want to learn how to save even more money, coming up in our next newsletter, we're going to give you five great tips on how to keep your fridge running efficiently. Whether you're tossing it or not, sign up today for our free Money Pit e-newsletter at moneypit.com. That's coming up in the next edition.
1: All right. And don't forget, we still have a great prize up for grabs this hour. It's the rigid 9.6 volt pivoting screwdriver. It's worth a hundred bucks. It's got a compact pivoting body, which allows you to use it in either a straight or pistol grip position. So it really gets you into some tighter places that you might not have been able to get your larger model into. It's got an overmold handle for comfortable operation. And Tom likes to say, and it's true, you can drop this thing off the roof and it will still <laughs> work. And it's true. you yeah, know, when I don't
0: think that they put that in the warranty but you manual, know what but
1: when the rigid folks <laughs> came out to the wall, you were out set when we first yeah. got them as a sponsor, they came with these beautiful 18 volt drills and they put them in our hands and they climbed up to the top of a ladder and they just tossed them on the floor. Really? And they were like, okay, we don't, we're not really supposed to show you that, but you can do that. But don't do it. But if it does happen, don't be wigged out. So it's a hundred bucks. It could be yours for free if you call in at eight 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 Money Pit. Ask your question on air, and then we select your name out of the Money Pit hard hat. So get to the phones.
0: Got a tough question? Ask us. You might get a tough tool. One eight 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 Money Pit. Let's go to the phones.
1: Michael from Georgia is looking to remodel the basement. Tell us about your plans.
3: Oh well, hey. Um, first of all, I got about a eighteen hundred square foot basement.
1: That's that's bigger than most people's that's houses.
3: Huge. Yeah it is. It's a hole. And what they did when they did my basement, uh it, it's actually the same size as my top level uh, where the fireplace of the top level they lined it down where uh the fireplace would be down in the basement and it it's really pretty big it gave me a lot of space, very high ceilings.
0: Well that's the key. You know you got a lot of space and you have very high ceilings so you know, a lot of people don't count on the space that the basement creates, but like you said, it's twice, you know, it's half the space of your house is down there, so it makes sense to remodel it.
3: Right. So, you know, what I want to do, how do I get started by, you know, drawing out the plans of where I want? Do I, can I, do I have to get, like, an architect to get the plans drawn out, or just, do I go to, like, a little private person? How do I get a blueprint of what I want? on paper first, and then I'm going to try to do uh, do it myself, I mean, contracting myself. I got different people coming in looking at it, but uh, uh, one concern I got, I have different people telling me to do the concrete side a different way about, uh, so it won't get no moisture, so I'm concerned about, do you put sheetrock against the concrete? Or No, you uh, never
1: put the sheetrock directly against the concrete. You have to fur out the concrete or frame out sort of a fake wall A few inches, Tom, what do you say, like six inches out? Yeah,
0: I would never, I would even fur against it. Because because you know
1: what, we just filmed some episodes down in the south in Florida while you were out, and... Their construction there is cement block with a furring strip and then drywall, and there's not enough place for air to circulate behind that drywall. And when you try to adhere anything or put up a shelf or put any sort of support bracket into that drywall, it just Uh crumbles. So you need to get that drywall away from that cement block as much as you can, because that cement wicks in moisture from the ground, and it will have nowhere to go except right into that backside of your drywall.
3: Okay. I had uh, one uh I guess one contra- uh, I'm not I'm, I guess I'm using the right word contract to say what I that's called a metal frame where you can put on the uh, there and lay the concrete I mean lady um she rock against that you heard anything like that
2: Well,
7: that's
0: just using metal studs. You're wrestling with questions. uh, Different contractors have different ways they're working. Some use steel studs. Some use wood studs. Some like to go against the concrete, which we would think is a mistake, and some don't. Um, Earlier, you mentioned, Michael, that you're trying to decide whether or not you should hire an architect. I say yes. I say yes. And and in this case, um, an architect is going to do a great job. Not that you need one structurally, but they're going to give you a lot of design help. They're going to try to figure out what to do with that 1,800 square feet. And then they're going to spec out what exactly has to happen. And since you're willing to hire contractors, what will happen is after you get the specifications from the architect, you simply go to those contractors, give them all the same set of plans. And they'll
1: all be bidding on the same exact thing.
0: Yeah, because otherwise you're going to be right where you are right now trying to figure out who's right. First of all, you have to buy into A, is the guy giving you the right advice, and B, what's the price difference? Maybe one guy is pricing the construction one way, somebody else is pricing it differently. It becomes impossible for you to compare apples to apples. Plus, if
1: you meet with an architect, you already have an idea of how you want to use this basement space. You can say, I need this room for a family entertainment area. I want this area for storage. They can then help you divide that space up, decide if you need to do any built-in storage or cabinetry, or maybe you need to sort of divide off the room somewhere and put up a wall to make it a little bit more private. they'll help you to figure out the best way to lay it out so you'll get the most bang for your buck and really get good usage of the space.
3: Right, is that expensive?
0: No, I don't think so. Not, not in connection with all of the work that you're putting in. I would budget about five percent of the project
1: to the for, architect
0: for the architect. Okay. Okay. All righty. All right, Michael, thanks so much for calling us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974.
1: Well, it may be April, but that doesn't mean you have to be a fool. Don't pay someone to fix an appliance you can fix yourself with the right parts and the know-how.
0: We'll tell you where to get both next when we talk to Chris Hall of RepairClinic.com. You don't want to miss this.
7: portion of the money pet is being sponsored by peerless if you're putting in a new bathroom or kitchen faucet peerless can help you with every step including the hardest one getting that old faucet out for a complete undo-it-yourself guide visit the peerless faucet coach at
1: faucetcoach.com
0: so leslie a friend of mine called me in an absolute panic it was not And just last to clarify Christmas. the
1: friend was not me
0: no, it wasn't you. It
8: wasn't <laughs> she, exactly.
0: It's like when you, like, say you, you, you go to a doctor, and I have this friend with this problem. You know. No, actually, she did call me, and she was visiting her family um, in Tennessee and was preparing Christmas dinner when, lo and behold, the uh, coil on the electric range blew up oh, at the God. least opportune time.
1: Turkey and, in hands.
0: Exactly, exactly. And you know what? The, the dinner was practically ruined. It turned out that she actually was able to find, by some incredible luck, a replacement part from a local shop, but the truth is that most of the times you can't find replacement parts today. And how do you even you know, know what you need? Well, exactly. And, you know, there's going to be 12 trips back and forth through the store, even if you do have a guy locally. And our next guest has actually sort of solved that problem. They have pretty much the most successful appliance repair website on the internet. It's called repairclinic.com. With us to talk about that is its president, Chris Hall. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the program.
8: Hi, Tom. Hi, Leslie. How are, Hi. are you? Hi.
0: So do you get a lot of uh, emergency calls for uh, for appliance fix-it advice when people are in the middle of preparing a dinner party or something of that nature?
8: Oh, yeah, we sure do. We, we get thousands of calls a month with uh, just that scenario you suggested. The uh, ovens, uh, holidays are coming up and their oven isn't working or their burners aren't working or their refrigerator died. or uh, Some people even consider a dishwasher repair an emergency.
0: We've always told people that the worst time to clean your oven is right before that big family event because it puts a lot of stress on the coils is that true
8: absolutely in fact a lot of times uh, the door lock mechanism on an older oven will fail just at that inopportune time and the the problem with Self cleaning an oven before holidays, it's real hard to get a technician to come out and take a look at it.
1: Because of everybody else who self-cleaned right before the holidays. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all standing in line. Well, let's back up and talk to us about repairclinic.com. You've got a website that basically enables consumers to go actually research the actual condition that they're experiencing. Maybe the display is out on the dishwasher. Maybe the coil's not working on the range. Maybe the washing machine is, is spinning and spinning and not emptying or something of that nature. You guys have gone through a lot of work to try to make it easy to figure out what's going wrong with the appliance.
8: That's right, Tom. We I believe we've put together just about the most comprehensive of uh, of information for appliances on the Internet. There's all kinds of free information we've put together, uh, interviewing technicians and finding out what types of things go wrong. We have uh, frequently asked questions. We've got illustrated diagrams. We have quite a bit of repair help on the website.
1: What is the most frequently asked question?
8: Um, The most frequent repair is uh, for a washing machine. There's a, a little coupler device that connects the motor to the transmission, and that part is the most frequently failed uh, part of anything we support.
0: Now, what does that do? Uh,
8: well, it's a, it's a belt replacement. And uh, most washing machines in the past used to use a belt to kind of connect the motor to the transmission. And right. and this particular brand, they decided to go with a a little plastic coupler with a rubber uh, insert. And that coupler is designed to fail to preserve the transmission if uh, something gets jammed. So they, because this manufacturer produces the most washing machines of anybody out there, there there are a lot of these couplers.
0: Then you notice how Chris is being very careful about the challenge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was just going to ask you, Chris, you know, what happens if somebody calls up and they have one brand of washer? Are you familiar with every type of brand that's out there?
8: Well, we're familiar with 75 different brands. There's a few minor brands that we haven't had much experience with yet. But for every brand that you've pretty much that you've heard of, we do support it for both repair help and parts.
0: Chris, let me ask you this question. What's the most common way people abuse appliances and cause them to break down? What's some of the most common mistakes that people make? I would imagine you see them because you're always selling them the parts to, to make those repairs.
8: Yeah, I would say neglect is probably the most common thing. Uh, not cleaning out the lint from your dryer vent can cause all kinds of problems. Thermostats to fail, coils yep, to fail. Yep,
1: fire.
0: Yes, Leslie <laughs> has not had a dryer vent incident. Her dryer coughs up lint balls It coughs the lint
1: ball out of the side of the house.
8: <laughs> I pulled up in
1: the driveway, and the house was basically like, <laughs> and there it was. I was like, it's tumble lint. Interesting.
8: Right, yeah, it is important to clean that out. And then for dishwashers, people will let a rusted dish rack go too long, and then a little piece of that rack will fall down into the pump and cause the pump to, to um, uh, get a cut in the seal, and the water will leak out of the bottom.
0: You know, little uh, rust chunks.
8: Little rust chunks, or somebody won't clean the refrigerator gasket, and then that starts to tear the gasket apart from the little sticky syrup and things that have spilled on. Yeah,
0: that's a question we get from time to time, and and we always tell folks to. to oh, ask him the about
1: gasket. the refrigerator after the hurricane.
0: Oh yeah, we had a call from a gentleman that uh, his his refrigerator was in the hurricane and it did apparently did not flood, but for some reason it lost all of its magnetic appeal. In other words, the, the seal just did not grab anymore. Now, of and course, Chris,
1: I thought he couldn't put any decorative fridge magnets up, yeah, but I'm <laughs> like, what does that mean? Why? Well, who cares?
0: Any, any idea what could have caused that?
8: I doubt that it had anything to, to do with the hurricane at all. <laughs> it was oh, just
1: coincidence? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah.
8: impact, um, magnets are, su- are subject to impact. If they are hit with a hammer or something, they can lose their magnetism, but... Uh, Boy, for a refrigerator door magnet, that that sounds a little weird.
0: It was an odd one, too. Well, good. I don't feel so bad now that we couldn't solve the problem, because we certainly try to solve everyone's problem that <laughs> calls us.
8: More likely what happened is the door was just a little twisted or something and not making good contact. Yeah, I'm exactly. like, so
1: buy a new Six Flags magnet. <laughs> deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, if people
0: can't uh, can't get online to repairclinic.com, is there a number they can reach you at?
8: Absolutely. They can call 800 269
0: Terrific. 800-269-2609. Chris Hall from repairclinic.com. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Well, if you don't have a green thumb, faux foliage, as in fake foliage, <laughs> is a great way to bring greenery inside without the care that goes along with the real stuff.
1: Yeah, and fake plants don't need any watering, but they do need the occasional shower. We'll tell you why you should give fake plants or silk flowers a refreshing bath right after this.
3: Hey, they-
6: dear john deere i
0: just love my new john deere 100 series riding mower i was positively thrilled when
6: i felt the added performance of that exclusive john deere engine powered by briggs and stratton and when i saw how great my lawn looked i got so excited i mowed every lawn on the block and now we just have to figure out who wins the yard of the month award all the best hank find a retailer near you or check out the new 100 series at john deere.com today Too hot,
5: too cold,
3: too hot,
5: too cold. Don't let this happen to you. This poor temperature-challenged creature is the victim of a home without zone control. Some rooms insanely hot, others crazily cold. Rather than running from room to room trying to get comfortable, find a cure. And find it fast. What is the cure? April Air Zone Control for new and existing homes. April Air Zone Control brings comfort to every area of your home. So hurry to AprilAir.com for immediate expert help and for the location of the April Air Zone Control dealer nearest you. Comfort is only a mouse click away. So go to AprilAir.com now. Too hot.
6: Somewhere. Hello, this is Gary Sinise. The men and women in our military are on the front lines defending our freedom. They are working very hard to bring stability to some very dangerous places and to help make this a much safer world for all of us. But we can't take our heroes for granted. Americans everywhere are joining together to send an important message to those who proudly serve. For your service and sacrifice, your patriotism and devotion, America supports you. Visit americasupportsyou.mil and thank the troops for your freedom.
7: This portion of the Money Pit is being sponsored by Metal Roofing Alliance. We call Metal Roofing investment-grade roofing because in your lifetime, a metal roof will save you money and add value to your home. To find a Metal Roofing Alliance contractor or to learn more about investment-grade roofing, visit www.metalroofing.com.
0: This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888 Three, nine, seven, four. So we were talking about fake plants. And Leslie, I can kill fake plants oh, from I over- was going to say,
1: I have like the worst green thumb. I kill everything. Yeah. Everything. We just happen to be lucky, and we've got one thing that's doing really well. One African violet. I almost don't even like to talk about it. I'm knocking on the wood. (laughs) Knocking on wood because I don't want anything to happen to it. But really, did you know that faux greenery actually needs some care? You can't just put it in the corner and forget about it. Faux greenery can really bring some life to a room, and it's easy to take care of because silk or artificial plants don't need water.
0: Yes, but they actually could use a scrubbing now and again. And so for that reason, what you want to do is remove them from the pot and place them in the shower stall and rinse them gently or use the sprayer on your kitchen sink. To rinse them, and you can actually um, put a little bit of soapy dishwasher detergent. Oh, make them shiny! Yeah, and you can like squirt them, and then rinse them off with some cold water, and that will keep them looking fresh and green, as opposed to dusty and moldy and cruddy, which would kind of (laughs) give it away. (laughs) Oh, you mean they're
1: not supposed to have that nice gray film over them? No,
0: no, they're not. It would be an interesting fungus that attacked (laughs) the fake plant, don't you think? This is
1: my special fungal plant. I know it's unique and rare.
0: Well, if you don't have a green thumb, but you are a handy person nonetheless, you might want to call us right now at one 888 Pit because we're giving away the rigid 9.6-volt pivoting screwdriver worth 99 bucks. What's a pivoting screwdriver, you might be asking? Leslie's going to tell you.
1: Well, it's super cool because it can operate in a straight formation or you can bend it over and it's got a pistol grip, just like any other power driver you might use.
0: And you know where this could come in handy if you actually are tackling one of those um, home repair projects that Chris was talking about? Like, let's say you're working inside that dryer to try to mm-hmm. replace the pulley or the motor or the vent or something. You can well, actually bend sometimes- the screwdriver.
1: The shape of the gun itself, you can't even get it in there. The driver well, is so exactly, bulky. Exactly, but
0: this way you can, because you can twist the thing into position and get it right in there.
1: It's great, and it's got an ergonomic two-finger switch for comfort and ease of operation, and it even comes with a quarter-inch quick coupler for quick bit changes, which is always a great accessory to have. It's got two batteries, a quick charger. It's worth 100 bucks, but it's yours for free if you call in now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. You've got to ask your question on air. All right, well, chimney liners. Judy in Pennsylvania wants to know if it's helpful to use one, and I don't know much about them. So, Judy, let's talk about chimney liners. How can we help?
4: Well, I recently moved into a home that has a fireplace and a chimney, and I had someone come in to clean the chimney and check it out before I lit it for the first time. And while he was doing that, he um, also checked the part of the chimney that my oil furnace um, vents into, he said there was a small crack going up the chimney, and he recommended putting in a chimney liner.
0: Was this a chimney sweep, Guy? Yes. Yeah, no kidding. Yep. Yeah, standard operating procedure, SOP. Get hired for chimney cleaning, recommend and sell a chimney liner every time. They don't make money for the cleaning. It's like, do you want
1: the belt that goes with those pants?
0: Yeah, exactly. did that's the example of uh did you want fries with that
1: sandwich <laughs> <laughs> so now what is the benefit of a chimney liner or isn't there any
0: well certainly there is a benefit but i mean it sounds like this in this case um you have one but they're saying you have a slight crack i mean how old is your house let's start there maureen it's
4: about 50 years old
0: okay it's about 50 years old so you probably have a line chimney
4: no, there's no liner in it that I could tell or he told me about.
0: Well, when you stand the chimney and you look at it from the outside, do you see um, a clay top of the chimney where a, a, a pipe inside the brick comes up?
4: No, I haven't been to the top of my roof. You
0: know, it would inside. be unusual, very unusual, for a 1950s house to not have a lined chimney. That would be very unusual. So we need to figure that out for to start. Now, if it's a fireplace, is this a fireplace or just the well, oil? Well, there's a
4: fire. There's a fireplace chimney, and then I guess part of the chimney is splits off, connected right? to the um, the oil.
0: Well, if the fireplace chimney is lined, then the oil place, the oil chimney would also be lined.
4: All I see inside the fireplace is the brick wall.
0: Yeah, but that's the wall. To find to see the liner, you have to look upside into the chimney. Okay. Upside down, and it'll look like a clay pipe. And first of all, we need to determine if it's lined. A fireplace uh, chimney should always be lined. I would not use one if it wasn't lined. Um, one for an oil furnace, it's nice if it's lined. It's not 100% required all the time. I mean, my house has got, had an oil furnace for many years and never had a lined chimney. And we always just kept an eye on it. And it lasted over 100 years. So um, you don't necessarily need one. Okay. You do need it to be clean, and you need to be functioning. And if you're going to use a wood-burning fireplace, it's got to be lined. But um, you don't necessarily have to have it be lined if it's gas or it's oil. It doesn't have to be. It will work. There's more condensation and corrosion on the mortar joints, and you have to keep an eye on it. But it's not totally necessary. And I'm very concerned because the chimney sweeps out there, most of them that I'm aware of, simply always recommend these expensive repairs and and always get you upset and nervous about it and tell you that your house is going to burn down. And they're just trying to sell you work. That's all they're doing. They're trying to sell it.
4: Yes, he was trying to sell me a $900 liner.
0: Yeah, well, that which, was a bargain. I've seen them for two, three grand.
4: Okay. Um, which but you I,
0: know what? If it's 900 bucks, you didn't need to spend, then it isn't a bargain, is it?
1: That's
4: right. And I really don't need to spend that
0: right now well I think you'll probably be okay
1: Judy just make sure when you go outside look at the top of your chimney and see if there's at the top if there's like a little protective grating a screen otherwise you'll end up with some unwanted visitors entering through your fireplace yes, I do have a chimney cap on okay good all
0: right <laughs> Judy thanks so much for calling us at 1888 money pit Well up next copper or plastic. We'll answer an email question about what the better material might be for your plumbing system.
7: The portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools. Pro features. Affordable prices. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie.
0: This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, 1 888 Money Pit, 888 666 3974. Now, if you can't call us, you can always email us. Simply go to moneypit.com and log on to the Ask Tom and Leslie section of the website. You can send us a question and we will hop right on that, perhaps in the next edition of the show. Let's uh, take an email then, Leslie.
1: Okie Howard from Queensbury, New York writes, I'm thinking about changing the water pipes in my house, which is about 35 years old, because the drain caps on the shutoff valves are corroded over. I would like to use plastic so as not to have this problem again. Would you do this or should I stay with copper?
0: Hmm. Well, first of all, it sounds like your water might be a bit acidic, and therefore you could use a water conditioner, but I would never replace copper with plastic. Now, I know that a lot of the new homes are being built with plastic today, and certainly uh, the plastic that's used today is a lot better than the plastic that was used years ago, which was the subject of many, many class action lawsuits. However, having said that, I still think that copper is the most reliable plumbing system available today. And is there
1: no way to fix the areas that have the corrosion?
0: Yeah, if it's just the valves, just cut off those valves and replace them. You don't have to replace the piping, but if you're getting pinholes in the pipe, which happens because sometimes you get acidic water, mm-hmm. then you know he may need to end up replacing some pipes as well. But certainly, um, replacing all the plumbing system is not the correct solution to just something corroded. Uh, deteriorated valves. Those are going to be replaced by themselves. So, uh, Howard, I would stick with the plumbing that's made of copper. I think that's your best bet.
1: Yeah, and at least it's not such a huge project that he still could use the copper, so the money cost is staying down. All right, exactly. time for one more. We've got okay. Dean from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, who writes, the previous owner of my home did a bad tile job, Uh-oh. and water got behind part of the tile in the shower. I removed all the bad drywall behind it where, uh, where water was getting in, and my question is how to clean the old tile so I can reuse it. Well, that was probably... The first mistake, you shouldn't put drywall behind tile, especially in a shower, correct?
0: Exactly. You definitely shouldn't use drywall behind tile. I would use that GP product, the Dens Armor product that's out now, the tile well, backer.
1: What about even a cement backer board?
0: Or a cement backer board. Yeah, either way, you want, definitely do not want to use drywall. And even the water-resistant, so so-called drywall, is not a good thing to do. Now, we've gotten this question before about people who want to save old tile. And unfortunately, the answer is it's just very, very difficult to do because you've got a lot of glue that's caked on there, and it's difficult to get that glue off. Uh, Another idea is generally, since the bad tile is along the bottom of the wall, it's used a complementary color there and actually put some new tile in. So maybe if it's a tan shower, use a brown tile, a couple of rows of that along the bottom so it looks like it was always supposed to be that way.
1: Well, or even they make tile that has a beautiful sort of border look to it, like a bullnose or some sort of decorative border tile. So you can actually just take a different tile. It doesn't even have to be something of the same size or color, just that brings in something that draws the eye to it. And you can use the other tile to fill in there.
0: Well, spring has sprung and you're thinking the fireplace season must be over, but not yet. Leslie's got some great tips on how to fix up your fireplace so it'll be looking swell all year long on today's edition of Leslie's Last Word.
1: Yeah, just because the weather is warmer doesn't mean you can't still enjoy the beauty of your fireplace. You can give your fireplace new meaning during the spring season. If you give it a good cleaning, why not put a beautiful plant in the opening? You know, ferns do well in shade and add a punch of life to your room. If you're lacking the green thumb, consider making a screen from plywood and painting it. You can personalize the screen with anything from a collage of images, stenciled patterns, or photos, or you can even buy a beautiful candle holder and put that in there so you have a fire still but it's much smaller and doesn't give off that much heat so you can still use it even though it's warm outside
0: great ideas on today's edition of leslie's last word well we're just about out of time but before we let you go i want to talk about next week on the money pit we're going to share the secrets of a four-letter word guess what that is
1: i don't know mold,
0: mold and how to get rid of it In fact, we're going to have an interview with Jeff May, who's the author of My House is Killing Me, and also the guy that helped us put together the mold resource section of MoneyPit.com. We're going to tell you what it is, what you should be concerned about, and most importantly, how to get rid of it coming up next week on the program. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.